All of it is supported by Missouri, makers of handcrafted jewelry that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Missouri has you covered. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is all of it. Can a year in isolation help save a marriage? A new novel explores this idea, which is on the nose for this moment. Sea Wife tells the story of Michael and Juliet, a couple whose marriage is struggling to survive differences in parenting styles, political beliefs, and the doldrums of life in suburban Connecticut. That's when Michael gets the idea to spend a year sailing on the coast of Central America, and he wants to take his wife and his two young children with him. After some pleading on Michael's part, Juliet agrees, hoping that the year on the boat might save her marriage and help her with the depression. Yes, there are beautiful moments and the family likes sailing and freedom, but the togetherness also reveals where the cracks are in their bond. Add given the uh, unpredictable nature of the sea and unforeseen tragedy, the family is left to wonder whether the whole adventure was a massive mistake or whether the mistakes they made before the voyage finally took their toll at sea. Sea Wife is out now, and author Amity Gage joins me. Amity, welcome to all of it. Hello, Allison. Thank you so much for having me on. So I understand the inspiration for this novel came from the true story of the Kaufman family. It sent me down a Google rabbit hole <laughs> to, to follow their story. <laughs> they, they, they took their two very young children on a long voyage, but then ultimately had to abandon it. What was it about this real-life mm-hmm. story that sparked your imagination? I guess it was the way that when they returned from the journey, there was such a blowback and controversy over whether or not they should have gone. And it was kind of a litmus test for how people saw parenting and um, risk taking. And so um, I was really interested, both, of course, of a very dramatic story um, and uh, and also um, just kind of magnetically attractive with some of these themes and that I was thinking about myself um, as an artist and mother. And um, so I decided to, the Sea Wife is not based on that story at all, um, but there is a crucial part of it, you know, where they, they get uh, out to the South Pacific and um, the, the real family, you know, needed a Coast Guard rescue and um, expensive to the taxpayer. And I, I sort of borrowed some of those elements for my own story. And the structure of the book is unique. We have narration from Juliet looking back on events and then that's interspersed with these entries from Michael's captain's log. It's got all the official longitude and latitude, but it's also a bit of a, a personal diary. Why did mm. you want to structure it this way? Mm. Yeah, well, I originally had thought that um, when I was first writing the book that I would put both characters on the boat in the present tense and have them both reflecting over the same events. But what I realized was that the book had more energy and the narrative had more energy when I let Juliet, my, my female protagonist, reflect on experiences um, mm-hmm. after they were over. And because she has, there are three different journeys in the book. Um, there's the journey of Juliet, the journey of Michael, and the journey of, of the marriage. Um, and there's three different fates in any marriage, in any marriage. There are three different fates. And um, so... 
I wanted to come up with some sort of narrative structure that would track each of those three fates. Um, and also, I guess I, I felt like, um, I felt that I, I love novels with extensive exposition and I admire them a lot, but to me, it's not really kind of how the world hits my nerves. It's sort of like, I like the back and forth. I liked the energy of the form and the uniqueness of it. And, um, I think I also have sort of a secret dreams of being a playwright. I'm a frustrated playwright and <laughs> it was the back and forth between them. Um, um, was fun for me, um, you know, innovative way to tell the story. My guest is Amity Gage. Her new novel is called Sea Wife. So did you know how to sail before this? Because this is a book written by someone who's done either love sailing or has done a heck of a lot of research. <laughs> well, the latter. <laughs> um, I have no idea why I attempted to take on a book about sailing. It's one of those mysteries, and I, I, I'm glad I, I tried, but it was not without casualty or um, um, without mistakes. I, I, I did not grow up sailing. Um, there definitely people who do sail, I think, were certainly not that alarmed by the fact that the truth is there's a lot of people who go sailing with their children out there in the world. Um, but us, you know, land lovers, we, we might not, we might not know that. Um, and so I, I, um, felt that in order to, I knew that in order to get this right, of course, I would have to do a lot of research because I know very well, this is my fourth novel, I know very well that um, readers are very wise to any mistake that you make in logic, or credibility, or fact. And it's not just they get irritated because you're wrong. They get irritated because it wakes them up from this dream that right. you're trying to give them. Right. And I love that dream. I, I, I'm a avid reader, and I love being in that dream. I know it well, and I know when I get woken up by it from it. So it was crazy, actually, <laughs> to try to, to to make a dream that's that persuasive, given my my lack of knowledge. Um, but I was I was captivated. I, I I love to describe things, and I thought. I just wanted to be able to have the chance to try to describe the wonder and majesty of the sea. So I, I was very attached to this idea. Um, I began my research by um, the way a journalist does. Uh, I would send emails to people and be like, hi, can I talk to you? And um, and that it's amazing to me how many people do respond. I so many responses. And a couple um, sailing families took me under their wing, um, namely one, one sailing family with whom I got to be very close. And over of a, co a course of about three or four years, I would visit them on their boat. They eventually actually moved onto land, but I went out on their boat. Um, with uh, They raised their three daughters on this boat, and it had no electricity um, or fr refrigeration, um, which is not normal, but, you know, not common. But um, And they seemed actually like amazing people. Then not only did I get to know them and see their daughters and, you know, some of the details in the book that you, you know, Allison, like, for example, when the when the girls go flying on the halyards, mm -hmm. you know, they play on the boat like a jungle gym. You know, I got to see that with those girls, um, the fam sailing family that I became close with. And then. Um, the captain, um, the father of the of the family, um, Ben, he, he and I had emails, many, many, I don't know, probably 100 back and forth, different emails. And as I was writing the book, they became increasingly 
weird, like, and specific. Like, can you heave two in prevailing winds? I mean, right, <laughs> you know, right. and where, where do you set the sails if the wind is coming from the northwest? They were very wonky things. And he was so patient with his responses, but also in eventually what I realized is that, of course, I had to get out there myself. Like, I could not write the book just from Ben's eyes. I had so much of it. I had my book learning and um, had to learn all those term terms, sailing terms, of which there's so many. But um, I had to get out there. So in 2016, in the winter, I took a course, a sailing course. I left my my husband and kids here in Connecticut and went down there and um, I was like, oh, this will be fine. And um, it's not hurricane season. And the truth is, of course, it's not, it wasn't hurricane season in the winter there, but it didn't mean that there wasn't some bad weather. So I, I ended up in the sailing course running into some bad weather. And that's the moment when I realized that no matter how hard that risky, weird, that, that attempt to do the research was that it was totally necessary and exactly what I was looking for because I had to, I had to really experience that fear myself um, that there are limits to the imagination. I had to know it with my skin and oh, yeah. um, my body. Yeah. I grew up, so I'm, I grew I'm very up glad I did that. I grew up sailing with my dad and there was a couple of descriptions in there. There's a couple of storms you hit and it's, it, you, you got the scary down. You definitely got the scary down. <laughs> my you guess, like, do you still sail? I don't, you know, we, when my dad passed, we, we sold the sailboat, but I keep threatening to take my kid and put him in sailing school, the two of us together. And, and one day that threat's going to come, come to, come to light. My oh, guess is, you should. yeah, my guess is Amity Gage. The name of the book is Sea Wife. Um, I do want to get to some of the content about the marriage, though. And this is a quote mm -hmm. from your fellow author, Lauren Groff, about the novel. Sea Wife brilliantly breathes life not only into the perils of living at seas, but also into the hidden dangers of domesticity, parenthood, and marriage. What do you mm. see as the danger between Michael and Juliet in their marriage? What's dangerous? That's a good question. Um, well, intimacy is dangerous. <laughs> It's also got profound rewards, but I, I do feel that it's quite potent either way. Um, I think that a lot of their a, a lot of their problems are really commonplace. They have a lot of commonplace stressors. I mean, especially you know anyone with little kids knows how hard that is to um, both work and parent and um, attend to your own needs. So I think a lot of those stressors. Um, are quite commonplace. The sense that um, their their political disagreement is is actually probably ends up being the most damaging one because it ends up getting it ends up playing out at sea um, because um, they they feel differently about um, getting help from others, especially um, some sort of a, a government. She's um, a liberal, and, and he's, uh, she's liberal, and he is more libertarian and conservative. Yeah, yeah, and those words are never mentioned, and um, and um, they 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 talk about or, or kind of around them, not so much um, you know at them, but yeah. So um, the political stressor was is the thing that kind of like uh, really at least um, affects Michael. Um, but I would say that going back to your question, which is just a great one. I mean, the dangers. I think that um, certainly one of the dangers for, for women, and this is something I, I could speak to, you know, a little better as a, as a woman, is just 
that um, a, a woman is often kind of giving up her spaces. Juliet talks early in the book about her losing her spaces, and she gives up her closet, and she gives up this part. Mm-hmm. She gives up her dissertation. Um, and I think that's quite a common story. I mean, there's a lot of sense of, like, conversations I've had with women in the book, and, um, and uh, that you, you are – that's a recipe for depression, for sure, um, for women to do, to do that. So it, I've been feeling that so much lately. I'm re- reminded of that in, in these quarantine times of um, the importance of spaces, especially when a lot of us really don't have our privacy in the family. And for a woman, that's a really interesting space. It takes you back to, um, you know, the, your, the expectation for generations that, you, that it is a woman you kind of would give up your spaces. So it can feel like very threatening. Um, um, and uh, so I, I guess that's one of the dangers. But the, the danger goes both ways for the man and the woman to lose yourself. The family unit is is potentially so beautiful. Um, I'm so grateful to, to have one and um, to be, in, you know, loved by mine. It, but it's, it certainly... Um, has the potential to both nurture and deform, you know, or distort personality, distort the individual. And that's sort of one of the themes that recurs in my writing. I thought it was interesting, too, that the kids are great. They're fine with it. <laughs> Thank you. That as the parents are, yeah. are just being torn apart inside, outside, emotionally, the kids, they, they love it. Why was that important? <laughs> Well, I genuinely, I mean, okay, I disagree with Michael on some things, on a fair number of mm-hmm. things, but I really agree with him about his desire to try to get the kids out of, like, kindergarten, circle time, tie your shoes, you know, get in line. I, I actually really, um, I think a lot of sailing families are onto something with the sense that, there's also life. You could also go learn from life. And, you know, I mean, of course, very few of us are really able to do this. I'm not saying we should all go out and do it. I'm just saying that doing some non-traditional approach um, might might be the way uh, sometimes. So when when uh, the sailing kids that I, I saw, especially the young ones, I think were thrilled. <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's go collect shells and count them and take the kayak out to a deserted island together and they also have all their parents' attention, you know. They're um, not um, competing with anything. They're freed from some of the influence of culture and media that our children, my children, are not. Um, and uh, I really related to the sense of like, oh, gee, I wish I could, I wish I could find that space sometimes. I wish I could find um, a, a freer space to raise my children. Um, and so uh, I think that they do – I think – Kids do, when they get to be teenagers, I think it's harder for them to be sailing um, because they don't want to be with their family quite with so their much. Parents, yeah. The, name, the yeah. name of the book is Sea Wife. My guest is Amity Gage. Was there a particular reason you wanted the family to sail through Central America and in particular the sovereign territory of Gunayala? Mm. Only that when I was, when my son was about nine, um, he and I took a sailing trip through Gunayala and we had, a, we were on a boat with this um, a Spanish couple. They had chartered it for us and um, it was just the four of us and I had never seen a place like that. And it was this real idol where I, um, it, it was just so gorgeous. And I think one thing in Sea Wife, I hope that leavens some of the, you know, 
um, uh, struggles they go through is the beauty of what's described. Um, I love books that have a strong sense of place. I love, like, I think look up thinking of lately as Mosquito Coast. I don't know if you remember that book, and it became a movie, too, um, also set in Central America. But, um, you know, the... Uh, the, the book takes you on that journey, and th- this this place was so beautiful. Um, Laguna don't um, believe in selling land and developing land, so that's one reason why it's so pristine. Um, and also, there's just you're allowed to go onto these islands, and these are places you can only find from a, through a boat. So it was a, a beautiful experience, a, a kind of a paradise and a vision, and I witnessed it with my son, and I think that that um, stuck with me. But that was a while ago. So when I started my sea um, adventure story, um, I, I had to recall that part in that time in Panama. Um, I, I never got back there, but I did go spend some time in Grenada, actually, um, in order to do my research. The name of the novel is The Sea Wife. It was written by Amity Gage. Amity, thank you so much for joining us on All of It. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much for talking to me. All of It is supported by Majuri, makers of handcrafted, ethically sourced jewelry for every day that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Majuri has taken the guesswork out of gifting, offering everything from dainty 14K solid gold pieces to pearls, diamonds, gemstones, and more. Make it personal with an engraving, or if you can't decide, check out their curated gift guide. Let them take care of the rest, gift wrapping included. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it.